Magical People, you are at the Magical Bungalow podcast. My name is Marilia and I'm your host for this show. In today's topic, we are going to talk about crystals. So I have a little list of things to follow and we are going to talk about like the different types of crystals, colors, shapes, where you can find it, how to cleanse it. So this will be, this episode will be a full, <laughs> a full lecture. So I hope you enjoy it. Stay with me. First thing is, I would love to recommend this book called Crystal's Gem and Metal Magic by Scott, Con Scott Cunningham. Uh, I love his books. I've said like in previous episodes, it's just very useful. So if you can get your hands in this book, it's very useful. It's, gonna, it's, going, it's going to explain you everything like about colors, shapes, receptive, projective crystals and gems. So it's very interesting and also has like a, a little... A little section with pictures of the crystals and how it looks like so in case you have loads of crystals at home and have no clue what they are <laughs> you can just you know look it up in this in this book and it's really useful now first thing is i'm going to talk about the two categories of stones so we have projective stones and receptive stones and usually the projective stones are more linked into the fire and air energies things like red jasper uh, the sunstone and the receptive uh, stones are more connected into the spiritual and calming and peace so let's say the amethyst or the rose quartz and an equilibrium it's very important in between those stones so you're not going to work only with receptive it's also important to work with the projective because if you have too much projective like an abundance of projective the person can you know be very fiery or get angry very easily and you know mood change and also if you get too much receptive energies you can also be very moody but very mel mel ah, melancholy <laughs> and melancholy so you you also be like too open for more emotion emotional energies so i have a little list of crystals and the correspondences so don't mind the page flipping <laughs> uh, the first one in my list is white crystals or transparent crystals those crystals we usually work with clarity peace and connection energies so if you're trying to connect into yourself or also bring more peace into your life like I thought this was bullshit guys but I was having a few problems in work before and I was just getting very angry like quite easily anything was annoying me so I decided to carry a clear quartz in my pocket and every time when I got annoyed I just hold my clear quartz and think like positivity, positivity, positivity. And it did work. <laughs> so I always keep a clear quartz in my pocket. And I, I'm not joking. I thought this was bullshit. <laughs> it really worked for me. So if you're trying to bring, you know, tranqu tranquility into your life, I highly recommend white or transparent crystals or gems. Uh, next one are uh, pink crystals. 
and usually this crystal and this color will work with energies of harmony self-love and love in between people that are around you so like when you're doing candle magic you also use pink color for relationships to improve relationships and bring some harmony and peace into those relationships and if you're having a lot of fight at home i highly recommend to have a rose quartz somewhere in your bedroom or in the same room where most of the people spend the day so that crystal will bring the energies of harmony and peace which is a bit different from the clear quartz and i know like clear quartz also bring the peace energy but the clear quartz is more like tranquility but rose quartz will bring more the harmony and love energy together with peace the next color is purple and violet uh, even in witchcraft when you're working with purple uh, the purple color is associated with divination intuition magic and connection with your spirituality so the same applies for crystals so if you're working with an amethyst it will help you to connect with your spiritual self and also with your guides spiritual guides and your intuition so it's more a spiritual stone and also receptive the next color is green and i love green crystals and gems i just love it i have way too many <laughs> uh so it'd be like crystals like emerald jade uh, venturine so green crystals they are usually related to healing equilibrium well-being and willpower i've seen people using green gems and crystals for grounding as well so yeah you can use it too but i haven't found any information about it so yeah next color is yellow and orange stones like citrine or amber and it's usually related to happiness vitality willpower prosperity and action so if you need to bring a bit of action into your life i highly recommend to carry citrine or if you want more, more prosperity you can have a citrine in your wallet I've seen a lot of witches having citrine in the workplace to help with prosperity. So I haven't tried. I'm meant to do it, but I keep forgetting my citrine stone at home. <laughs> but yeah, I've heard a lot of people doing it and they said it works. It helps if you, if, with your bank account <laughs> and promotions. Uh, and also to keep the pace at work. Like if you sometimes you feel a bit low, and you're just lazy and you don't want to do anything, hold your citrine and that, that will give you that energy to do it. I'm almost finishing with the colors. So the next one is the red crystals. Crystals like the red jasper. And it will work with strength, courage, or if you're afraid of something, you work with some, again, red jasper to give you that confidence to do it and willpower. It's very similar to the orange and yellow crystals, 
but it has a more fiery energy than the yellow and orange. And every time when I think about red crystals, I think of my cat. His name is Jasper and he is a ginger kitty. <laughs> and he he's, he has a very fiery energy. He's always jumping around and you're always hearing him meow in the background. So yeah, that's Jasper. <laughs> and the last one is black and brown crystals. And usually the brown and black, like obsidian, they work with protection and absorbing negativity. So if you need like some sort of protection, it's good to carry a black crystal. But do not carry it always because again, it absorbs like everything, you know, all the negativity and you don't want to be carrying negativity all the time with you. So just in case you really need like a bit of protection, you're going somewhere that has a heavy energy, carry it with you and then after you cleanse it. Okay, so that is the colors. Now we are going to talk about the shapes of the crystals. And I get this question quite a lot. Like, is there any difference between, you know, the angel shape crystal and the regular crystal? Uh, personally, I don't see any difference. I just think that the angel shape looks more attractive. But... I would usually go for the, you know, the normal crystal. And I don't really like the rolled crystals. I like the one that looks like a stone. <laughs> but it will depend on what are you drawn to. And yes, the shapes can help in certain types of energies. So I have a little list of shapes as well. But like, I always recommend people that when you are going to buy your own crystals, Go to the shop and try to touch every crystal and feel like the shapes. Which shape are you drawn to? And this process is very important. So if you're drawn to certain crystal, you can, you know, that's the one that's going to work for you. And please, please, please do not buy crystals like in Wish or AliExpress or Amazon it is just, you know, they have energies from slavery and they usually like exploiting nature in a way that is not very good. So just buy your crystals from trustful resources. According to Scott Cunningham book, the crystals, gems and stones found at a familiar shape by natural processes. They were used as charms and talismans by various American tribes. So, yeah, that's an, one little information there. But again, like most of the crystals you find in the shop with heart shape, angel shape, they are artificially made. They were not found in nature with that shape. Unless you have access to a mine and you find it. So... Yeah, that's my opinion in, in this aspect regarding to shapes. But shapes can also help in certain magic. For example, an egg shape. Please, you really need to work on the egg shape to see if it's fake or not. Because a lot of people, they use glass instead of 
a gem or a crystal. So make sure it's the real deal. And again, going back now, <laughs> just note the side note. So the egg shape will work with expansion, fertility, prosperity. And the next shape would be the heart shape. So usually heart shape crystals and gems will work with love and, you know, self-acceptance. And the square crystals will work with prosperity and abundance, which I think is very funny. I got a little citrine and I bought in a shop. I didn't, you know, I didn't buy online. And I was drawn into this citrine, which was a square. It's like a little square. And the citrine is also associated with prosperity. I just thought it was funny. The next one is the triangular. And the triangular gems and crystals please do not mix it up with the pyramid one so the triangle is just like the triangle <laughs> and it usually work with protection and another one is the pyramid shape the top of the pyramid is going up so all the energy is going from inside out unless you set that crystal and jump to absorb all the energies. So like, you know, uh, obsidian, which you can, you know, set it to absorb all the negativity. Now, we spoke about colors, shapes, projective, receptive. Where can I get my crystals? <laughs> uh, first thing is make sure that you get your crystals from a place that you trust, there is no like exploitation, and you are not going to find good quality crystals at 99 cents. The price will really reflect on the quality of your crystal. And make sure that you're getting the real deal because a lot of people sell like glass, again, at the egg shape. A lot of people sell a glass instead of the crystal. So make sure it's the real deal. And yeah, do not buy crystals on Wish or Amazon or Aliexpress. <laughs> and I asked a friend who is a geologist, where should I get my crystals and gems? And he told me that eBay is the best place because, because on eBay, you can get people that are genuine collectors or they might have a mine at home. So the tip is to look at the reveals and see what kind of crystals they offer. And I've been looking at some uh, shops on eBay. They usually sell the same type of crystals. They don't sell like a huge range. They will sell one or two types. That is what's available in the back garden. And they won't sell like, 300, you know, uh, crystals in the, in 10 days, they usually sell few crystals. So just watch out for those little things. And again, read the reveals. Yeah. So that is the tip. Again, I usually get my crystals from eBay, uh, Etsy. Another thing about Etsy is when you are doing a research, set the location to places that are close to you. Like if you're in Ireland, 
UK or Europe only because I know it sounds bad, but a lot of shops that sells on Amazon or on AliExpress, they are setting up accounts in Etsy, on Etsy, you know, being like a shop, like uh, someone that makes their own things, but they're not. They are just like another AliExpress shop that are trying to sell someone else. So just be careful with that. So I always put the filter on when I'm researching for things on Etsy. Now that you got your crystals, you need to cleanse it. And there are many ways to cleanse your crystals. You can cleanse with water, which I not really recommend because there are crystals that will dissolve in water. So make sure that your crystal is water safe if you're going to do this, this type of cleansing. You can also bury it in, in the ground for a week on the, the whiny moon. I've heard that. I never tried. Uh, you can also use use salt, so like a little bowl of salt, and put the crystals in that bowl and wait it until like you feel it's clean. You can use incense, or you can use fire as well. Like just pass your crystal on top of a, a candle, and visualize all that negativity. Take going off your gemma crystal. And what are the other ways? You can use the sunlight to cleanse as well. Um, and am I, am I forgetting anything else? Hmm. Oh, you can use a selenite. Uh, selenite is an extremely useful crystal. And I think, I think everyone should have a selenite. <laughs> and it's the latest way to cleanse crystals, tarot decks, uh, magical tools, everything is the laziest thing ever. <laughs> so you just put your selenite stone or your selenite wand on top of the stuff that you need to be cleansed and let it cleanse for three, four hours. And that's fine. I usually keep a selenite stone in my crystal box. So they're always fresh as a daisy. <laughs> and yeah, and then after you cleanse, you need to charge it. Uh, I usually like to charge my crystals on the, the full moon, but depending on the energy you need in your life, like I want some abundance or I want to renew my energies, you can use the new moon or the, you know, whiny moon if you want to release. So yeah, it depends on the energies you really want, but I usually use full moon. And another way that you can charge your crystals is with herbs. Uh, you can get a little bag and put herbs that you want to mix with the energy of that crystal and visualize the purpose. And then after you got all that cleansing and energizing your crystal, you need to set your intentions. So you're going to program your crystal for a certain thing. So let's say... I'm getting my amethyst in here. So I'm going to hold my amethyst and visualize that this stone will help me with my intuition, will help me with my readings, will help me with anything to do with spirituality. So close your eyes and then you just visualize that energy of that stone being waking up. 
and that's gonna help you that's one way that I was told by a friend like I thought it was very useful for me because I'm a very color visualization type of person so I like to hold my stones or you know herbs hold them feel them and then concentrate into my third eye I'm just you know giving you a tip <laughs> concentrate into my third eye and try to visualize a color and then when I see that color I say now I'm awakening that energy into my life and I would like this stone to serve me the purpose of again the amethyst that I'm holding now the purpose of intuition and spiritual connection so that's an example how to set your stones but I've seen people that they just you know write a piece of paper and put a stone on top of it and then and then after burn the paper I've seen people doing that but I like to hold the stone and feel the energy so yeah I think that is that's it uh, another tip I'm gonna give is how to keep your gems and your crystals so I try to avoid to keep my stones at sunlight like full time because they kind of start to de get discolored unless it's like a sunstone and another thing is I always keep cleansing my crystals like it's not you cleanse it once and that's it no you need to keep cleansing it at least like once a month you know I do my one once a month before the full moon and then I charge the full moon and then I set the intentions again and try to keep them in separate boxes like I have a one big box for my crystals but they have like compartments so they're all in a different you know compartment so they're not all together and what you can use crystals for so you can use crystals to you know release energies into your life again i'll give you the example of the clear quartz that i start carrying on my pocket in work because i was getting very stressed and everyone was annoying me so i start to carry a clear quartz and that clear quartz was helping me to you know get that future that anger and be more calm and i also got an amethyst on my tarot table which helps me with intuition and spiritual connection i also use the amethyst when i'm studying other decks such as the lenomad or oracle cards and i also like to have the amethyst when i'm performing my rituals and magic uh, another crystal that i'm very fond of is the emerald it's just it's just ridiculous the connection that i have with this stone so i have rings i have you know necklaces made of emerald it just helps me to connect with my spirituality as well and helps me to ground too every time when i'm feeling a bit uneasy i hold my you know my ring that has an emerald it's just really i don't know and it also gives me confidence it's just a stone that really speaks to me but again i always say to people like certain stones will work for you and certain stones just don't do anything like 
there was a stone, I can't remember the name, that people said, oh, this stone is going to help you, blah, blah, blah. I bought one and just didn't do anything with me. I just didn't feel the connection. I didn't like the color. I didn't like the shape. I didn't like, I just didn't like anything about that stone. But there are stones that really speaks to me. Again, green stones. I love green stones. And yeah, so don't be too attached with what each stone can be used for. You can also just, you know, get like a, a clear quartz and set for almost anything. Would be like the same as a white candle, <laughs> you know. And the last thing I'm going to talk about today is the elemental uh, correlations with the stones. I'll just give you a little list. The same way as the herbs has like the elemental correspondence, so are the gems and crystals. Even though... When you think about gems and crystal, you think of earth. But no, each gem and crystal also has a, an elemental correspondence. So I am going to start with earth. And the crystals that are associated with earth are calcite, cat's eye, coal, emerald, brown jasper, green jasper. Um, you can also use salt salt it was listed in this book so i'm just saying salt uh turquoise black tourmaline tourmaline yeah and i think that's the most common ones uh the crystals and gems that are associated with air are aventrine the mica purmis and mortal jasper. Not many in this list. <laughs> the fire associated crystals are a lot of ag agate, agate, sorry, agate. So brown, black, red agate, amber, uh, bloodstones, citrine, carnelian, crystal or quartz, diamond. Jasper, but the red jasper, obsidian, uh, ruby, mm, tiger eye, topaz, tourmaline, but the red one, and zircon. And funny enough, those colors, they are all like red, orange, yellow, brown, so very fiery. And the last one is the water. So the water would be more like, you know, bluish colors. So it'd be the aquamarine, calcite, but the blue one, the lapis azuli, uh, moonstones, pearls, sapphire, solidate, coral, tourmaline, but the green, pink, or blue, and the pink calcite so yeah so those are the list of correspondence to the elemental and i took this list again from metal gem and uh, sorry crystal gem and metal magic by scott conian and if you can read this book i highly recommend that's it for today guys i hope you have a lovely week and if you have any question, you can find me on Instagram. It is the Magical Bungalow.
So the dash magical dash bungalow. And you can just just drop me a message. I'll be delighted to find out that actually people listening to me. I'm not only talking to my phone. <laughs> so again, I hope you have a lovely week and I see you next Monday. Ciao!